Welcome to the The Generation Podcast, an audio resource dedicated to a generation of young people who are committed to total surrender to God and total dependence on His power to reach the world with the gospel of Christ. This podcast is designed to strengthen and encourage through a series of Bible-based practical talks. Many of you were introduced to the The Generation through one of the Minutemen evangelistic teams. This week, a rare convergence of the war team and the War of Special Forces team has facilitated a behind-the-scenes interview with several of the team captains. Listen as the three rookies share what God taught them on their first tour. Welcome to the The Generation podcast. I'm Bobby Bosler, and I'm speaking today from Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, where both the war team and the War of Special Forces team has finished up our tour, and we're back here together swapping stories, uh, glorying in what God has done. Uh, for those of you uh, that uh, don't know, the War of Special Forces team is a team led by Jim Van Gelderen all over the country, ministering in Christian schools. Uh, their byline is revive your school and reach the world. Uh, the war team, I've shared with you some of what God has done, and our, our focus is primarily evangelistic. We come to local churches and uh, bring in young people from the community and preach the gospel to them in a three-night rally. And uh, what, what we're going to do here today is I've gathered the three rookies who traveled here. Uh, rookie is somebody who has not traveled before. We call those who've traveled before veterans. Uh, but these three guys, Gabe Reisinger, Charlie Stratton, and Ben Reisinger, uh, traveled for the first time on one of our evangelistic teams. And I know for me, when I traveled back in 2005, God taught me many things. It was a revolutionary period of time in my life where God taught me how to depend upon the Lord and walk with Him on a day-to-day basis. And uh, so we're going to have them share just a little bit of what God showed them, uh, how God spoke to them over this semester, and how they think that's going to carry them into the future. So first, Gabe Reisinger traveled with the War of Special Forces team as the Super SEAL team captain, and I saw many uh, many pictures of him winning. I don't know what the stats were on that. I don't know if you want to share a little bit of that, of what the stats were for the tour. But We, we finished with a tie, actually. Man. Oh, wow. The Army Rangers and Navy SEALs tied. Oh, that's amazing. That is amazing. I love the competition aspect of these things. Well, uh, Gabe, share with us just, some, just briefly what God taught you here this semester as you traveled with Dr. Jim and the War of Special Forces team. If I could put my finger on just one main thing that the Lord really taught me this semester was just a whole new level of dependence on him. Mm. Um, you know, every week I'd hear Dr. Jim preach of the same sermon. It was the zero one hundred. And every week I'd be just reminded, wow, I really need this. Um, and I remember time and time again, um, just crying out to God, especially Thursday. Thursday is my favorite day. But at the same time, it was the day I looked forward to with the most, uh, you'd say, fear and trepidation. Um, at this Thursday's team meeting. So it's my, it was the opportunity for the team captains to preach to our team. And I remember every Thursday, we come to Thursday, and you know the kids had already heard Dr. Jim preach four times. And in my mind, I'm thinking, what can I possibly say that Dr. Jim hasn't already said? What is going to make these teenagers make a decision for Jesus Christ from something that I said that Dr. Jim hasn't already said? And I remember spent time and time again crying out to God and saying, God, you have to work here. Mm-hmm. And it was so incredible at times when you hit Friday and you have that testimony service and for a teenager to stand up and say that the Lord used my team captain, gave his message or his testimony on Thursday. I also shared my testimony on Thursday to impact their life. And it was so humbling to me because it was all God. Um, It had nothing to do with me. You know, it has nothing to do with my speaking ability or uh, my ability to preach. 
Um, it was just God working through me. And it was just, the Lord continually showed me just a, a whole new level of dependence on him that I really am zero and he is 100. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, the opportunities the team captains get on War of Special Forces really is exciting. Um, uh, again, the, the schedule of the week, Dr. Jim preaches every morning in chapel. And on Thursday, after the first night of evening rallies on Wednesday night, the uh, team captains get an opportunity to preach to their own team in the Christian school. And it's a great opportunity of service there. Uh, well, Charlie, Charlie traveled with me. He is the Army team captain. And uh, they, had a, they had a good, I, I was thinking you just might end up making a comeback. Charlie and the Army team were rallying. They they could not lose another week. And then they did. <laughs> but it was a great it was a great tour. I, I definitely it was it was very good. And I know the Lord taught you a lot, Charlie. Just briefly share with us what uh what the Lord was teaching you here this semester. The Lord showed me two things really. One of the biggest things that he showed me was that I had to rely on him for many things that were totally out of out of my wheelhouse and things like Versus recruiting, we would go out inviting teenagers. And I'm from the swamps of northern Minnesota, and I, we were down in the big cities of Florida, and I have to go talk to a group of, group of teens, some, someone that I had never seen before, and I had to totally rely on God to connect with them because there's nothing, nothing in what I am as Charlie Stratton from Pine City, Minnesota, that could connect to them. But I saw God use, use me, able to talk to them, able to become friends with someone that I'd never crossed paths with in my life and able to see them come out and get saved. Same thing with counseling situations. After the, after the invitation, after Brother Bosler's given the gospel, we go back and sometimes there's kids with incredible, incredible baggage and confusion from, from false teachings and from other churches that may have, may have gone to. And God is able to use me, bring verses to mind, bring words to say to help people break through mm-hmm. that, yeah. that false teaching and help them to see the light of the gospel. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things that I saw... As I've seen in all the churches that have been around, I've seen God is moving in a circle. God is moving His churches toward revival in a circle broader than just a select select group that all have the same idea. God is moving in people unconnected with Baptist College of Ministry, the school I attend, unconnected with people that I know that are, but they all have the same burden. God is definitely moving yes. in America yes, yes. to work in a revival. Amen. That's good. It was exciting as well just to see the burden and passion for discipleship, uh, for evangelism, for seeking God's face to come down and uh, do a a work uh, in hearts. I think it's a common theme of God's children. And uh, well, what we're going to do here is uh, we're going to uh, then have Ben. Now, Ben, you won the tour. How does that make you feel? That was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed I enjoyed winning. Yeah. I have to say, I, I cheered for the Army team. I always cheer for the underdog, and I did cheer for the Army team a bit uh, during those last couple of weeks, just kind of hoping. I, I'm always for a comeback. But you weren't really for a comeback, though, at least not for the Army team. Nope, nope. <laughs> well, you know, I know the Lord did a deep work in your heart as well. If you could maybe care to share just a few things God taught you here this semester. Uh, the biggest thing for me was um, I'd heard about um, the whole Matthew 14, uh, step out of the boat, rely on God. Um, and then that we have everything we need. We have everything we need in Jesus. We have everything we need for everyday life, for uh, tough situations, for uh, different things. Uh, but I never had been placed in a situation before where I had to uh, take that truth personally every day, all the time. Yeah. Um, sometimes I enjoyed recruiting. Sometimes I did not. Um, <laughs> and you go out and um, say, talk to this big group over here, talk to that group over there. Um, and something I noticed was... If I saw a group of, say, uh, high school guys, whatever, um, somebody that I can connect with that, you know, they don't look totally 
you know, a freak show or whatever, I would go over and just, you know, I was okay, I got this, cool. Um, and sometimes it would turn out absolutely horribly. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas another group would be um, like, oh, this is bad, you know, don't really want to talk to, really, really, really don't want to talk, go talk to those people. Yeah. Um, and so I would go relying on the Lord to work through yes. me, and he would. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the, the biggest truth I was challenged with this semester was um, when we go um, accessing what the Lord has, accessing uh, him, uh, he will work. If we don't mm-hmm. ask for it, he doesn't deliver it. Um, I mean, he may choose to, uh, but uh, I just it was really neat to see, um, particularly in the uh, fishing times after the services, uh, we would look for ones who uh, raised their hand, but maybe didn't, maybe didn't go back. Um, and there was there would always be a few, and uh, we'd go talk to them afterwards. Sometimes it was uh, you know a hundred a hundred kids in the room, and you just, they stand up and it's just okay, Lord, where do I start? Um, and it was really neat to see um, the Lord uh, leading you to specific people um, who were ready right away. Yes. Um, and so I was just uh, overall just be, uh, very encouraged with the fact that. Um, the Lord has the resources we need. Um, he wants us to access them. And when we ask him to uh, deliver, he does. Amen. Amen. You know, there's something to be said. You know, many of us, we can have the mission trip mentality where <clears throat> we depend on God for a, one crisis or maybe a couple crises. Um, but I think what all three of these guys would say that God taught them was when you are put in the frying pan every single day, you begin to almost almost out of habit, learn to depend upon the Lord to do the impossible. And that is a kind of lesson that can change your life. And and I just want to say this, for those of you that are listening, you might think, wow, I don't know that I could ever go out and travel on a team like that or invite people to come uh, to an event or, or, or go and talk to people about their souls after a gospel message. But you know what? If you'll depend on the Lord, you can do anything he wants you to do. And in fact, I'll, I'll say one more thing. If something like this interests you, if this stirs your heart, if you think, wow, I wish I could learn lessons like that, you find yourself in Bible college one day, give us a call. Uh, We are looking for young people who have a heart to depend on the Lord and see God do great things through their lives. And we would love to have maybe some of you who are listening. Maybe I've never met you before, but it could be maybe you could travel on a team like ours and learn some of these lessons. But you don't have to travel on a team like ours to use these lessons. You can walk with God and depend on Him every day. In fact, that's what it means to be a part of the V generation, to live a life of total surrender and total dependence. Thank you so much for listening here today. God bless you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the V generation podcast. For more faith-inspiring resources, and information about joining The Generation, please visit thegeneration.org. That's T-H-E-E generation.org.